Hello, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Shoxies podcast. Today, I have two guests. We have returning guest, uh, Carnage. Uh, how's it going? Not bad yourself. Happy to be back. <laughs> Glad to have you back. And today, this week, we have a new person coming on that we've never had before, which is exciting. Uh, hello, everyone. My name is Birdcore. Um uh... You might know me from playingexplorer.com. I do some articles there as well as a lot of the editing. Uh, And I'm just happy to be on. Join the team. I'm I'm glad to have you on. Uh, So how did you uh, join the the Playing Explorer team, if I may ask? Well, honestly, it was a rigid journey of a lot of my writing expertise that was – uh, largely followed for years by men. No, um, <laughs> I applied <laughs> and I was lucky enough for them to consider me. Uh, essentially, it was a website that I uh, followed for a long time as a, a both a patron and uh, just fan uh, since the beginning because uh, I follow a lot of what Carnage Cards ENT has going on. Uh, and when he kind of got signed on with them, I started following them myself. And um, eventually, I you know took a chance and reached out to one of their founders, Rose Emoji, mm-hmm. and uh, offered my services as an editor, as I have done a lot of writing uh, in my own personal life, nice. um, mainly for Dungeons and Dragons. But uh, figured I could branch off and maybe look at uh, start doing some magic stuff since I played it my whole life. That's awesome. So. Uh, pr- Many might not know this, but you two, you two know each other. Uh, I, I want to say, <laughs> yeah, from your comments online. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. No, totally. Uh, we are uh, good friends. We both live in Canada, uh, and uh, over the years have battled many a time through Magic tournaments uh, at our local game stores, as well as uh, bigger events. We've traveled to the states to play some in some SCGs. Uh, it's it's been a journey. Nice. He, he, he undersells it. We're actually best friends. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> we grew up together. Uh, like you said, played at local game stores and stuff together. Um, and yeah, I mean, he's actually been a part of my magic journey. Actually, the person that got me into magic. And uh, we've been playing God since we were 12, 13. Yep. Wow. That's crazy. <laughs> I mean, he considers me his best friend, but awkwardly i don't feel the same you're like Confession. frank from accounting he's my best friend sorry about that card <laughs> yes <laughs> no i'm just kidding he's my best friend unfortunately i'm stuck with him yeah uh, so uh uh i was just gonna ask a question uh Birdcore. what's your favorite pioneer deck or explorer deck sorry <laughs> no excellent question excellent question honestly um my favorite archetype in Pioneer uh, is probably Liliana Tribal, because okay, that's what I one. have on MTGO. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I actually play in events is Rakdos Midrange, because I like to win. Uh, <laughs> it's also Liliana Tribal. <laughs> <laughs> and, hey, now it is. You're right. You're right. Um, but I also have always uh, – another deck I love playing in Pioneer specifically is Elves. Uh, oh, actually, nice. in every format, I like to play Elves. So uh, that's something I just like getting going. And uh, in Explorer these days, I've been on Enigmatic Incarnation. Oh, nice. Are you doing the Leyline Binding thing and getting a Titan or a Agent? Or yeah, it's the only low? way to do it, man. I yeah. – uh, yeah, I, uh, I I go I go high, I go big. Um, I also, nice. and you know, if anyone's heard our other podcasts, you can find us on uh, Playing Arena podcast on Spotify. Uh, <laughs> you may have heard us talking about, or or rather, me talking about uh, my love for Troxville the Corrosive, who I also play in my Enigmatic Incarnation deck as of. Oh, I got somebody played that against me the other day. That one's so mean. <laughs> yeah, man, he's a beast. He's a beast. <laughs> Nice. So yeah. uh, today uh, was really exciting, and uh, I, I thought I'd bring these two fine lads on and uh, share my excitement for the, one of the coolest looking sets uh, I think I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, for sure. The Brothers War. Are you, are you too excited for it? 
super excited. Um, today made me even more excited. Um, I mean, I don't know how much we want to get into it right away, but the collectability of this set is off the charts. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that they added in... Um, Essentially exactly masterpieces, they're right? They're uh, they're yeah. called. Um, I don't know if they have a name yet, but essentially they are uh, old bordered artifacts, exclusive uh, to, I believe, collector boosters. No, they're actually in all of them. They're in all the sets. Wow. Well, there you have oh, it. Oh, jeez. They're called re- they're they're called retro artifacts, and what really makes them cool, which is where I think the the um, collectability comes is they will be the first time they are serialized Mm. cards so there will be 500 of each and when you open your specific one it will tell you what number of 500 it is which to me is insane it adds massive value um Mm. to the cards and i think it's something that we've been missing in magic just in general Mm -hmm. um it you know it adds collectability to i don't know if anybody out there play like has some of those but you know a lot of the sporting game cards um Mm. normally give you that sort of like collectability where you can be the only person that owns a particular number of a set um so i think that will be really cool i think it will drive up some of the prices i like that they put them into all of the sets so you can get them in uh Mm -hmm. draft set and collector boosters um and i mean so far i don't know if there'll be more of them but the ones that they have spoiled are pretty crazy that is pretty crazy i didn't even know that (laughs) yeah it's really sweet and i mean you gotta figure like some certain numbers are going to be worth more than others right like 120 exactly you know that's it right it's like you're gonna have people who are gonna be looking for like their favorite number you know like i i'm a big Mm -hmm. two fan so it's like you know i might want two of the worm coil engine or something like that so i think it just adds collectability to things Mm -hmm. and adds value to cards um and i mean most of us you know we lie to ourselves and say we play magic because of the like money and the collectability of it and up until this point there really hasn't been that (laughs) in there we pretty much just sink our money into them and most of them end up tanking eventually um so it is really cool to have like something you know to game towards and uh have that special yeah it might give magic something like a, a an outlet for getting uh things graded and uh that kind of collectability right so very cool definitely gonna be a mess for like card kingdom and stuff because they're gonna have like 500 of a certain thing with a number on it (laughs) that is very true yeah i mean i i I don't know who's trading though i mean i guess yeah yeah, i guess you guys are right but i don't know who's trading those in like if you open up one of those and you've got a number like a serialized number on a card um i don't (laughs) know I don't know if I'm ever getting rid of that, regardless of like you know how much that card is worth. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know. I might like I like to consider cards and how many Jace Cunning castaways they are worth, right? So oh, if I God. open up like let's say a Worm Coil engine that's 500 of 500, and I can get 500 Jace Cunning castaways for them, I mean I might be you know pressured to to give that up and switch it in. I mean. I think we all want to get a bunch of shirtless Jaces. That's Jace. right. Exactly. <laughs> how many? How, how many do you own already? Um, I believe twenty-two. There you was go. The last last count. Yeah. But, you don't need any more. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's twenty-two too many. Jace <laughs> cutting <cutting-cutting. laughs> uh, yeah. It doesn't have it a combo with like Nico Bolos and something else. <laughs> I thought it would, but it doesn't. <laughs> I mean, it does. It's just not as good as you originally thought it was. <laughs> um, no, no, but no, no. You... outside of that, uh, even though, yes, those like old retro artifacts are really cool. The cards that were spoiled themselves are also mm-hmm. like very, very good. Um, I'll probably only be trying to meld Urza from this point forward. The second it drops, that'll probably be all I play for a long period of time. It'll be my, it'll be my new Ajani. Uh, so I'll just try and make it work until it works. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. though, the artifact is so weak. Yeah. So for anybody who doesn't know, maybe we should yeah r- list them off. Uh, there's one for each of us to read. Who wants to take what? Um, I'll grab Urza, Lord Protector. Huh? So he is uh, one colorless and Azorius, so white blue, uh, for a two four legendary creature, human artificer, uh, artifact. Instance and sorcery spells you cast cost one less to cast, so he's kind of like a lord. And 
he has the ability to tap seven if you both own a con or control Urza, Lord Protector, and an artifact named the Might Stone and Weak Stone. Exile them uh, and meld them into Urza Planeswalker and activate this only as a sorcery. And essentially, the meld ability is similar to that from Eldritch Moon, where you can flip yep. the two cards and stick them together to create a new giant card. Cool. I, I can get the Might Stone and the Weak Stone then. So it's five mana for uh, Artifact, the Might Stone and the Weak Stone, Legendary Artifact Power Stone. Uh, when it enters the battlefield, choose one. You can either draw two cards or target creature gets negative five, negative five until end of turn. And it has the Power Stone text, but it taps for two. Hmm. And then Carnage, you want to get the Planeswalker? <laughs> Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so once you do meld them together, you get Urza, the Planeswalker. Um, it starts on seven loyalty, which already is very, very high. Um, mm -hmm. It has a plus two uh, artifacts, instant sorcery spells. Uh, you cast this turn, cost two less to cast, and you gain two life. Plus one, draw two cards, then discard a card. Zero, uh, create two one one colorless soldier artifact creature tokens. Minus three, exile target non-land permanent. And its ultimate uh, is minus 10. Artifacts and planeswalkers you control uh, gain indestructible until end of turn. Destroy all non-land permanents. He also has a passive ability, which uh, once during each of your turns, you may activate an additional loyalty ability on Urza planeswalker. Um, so essentially, you know, gets to activate twice. Um, he can move pretty mm -hmm. high up there. He can actually, like, turn to... Um, use his ultimate mm -hmm. so a pretty powerful planeswalker uh, we haven't seen one with five abilities to my knowledge before that's why you mm. need two cards getting <laughs> <laughs> an aneurysm just looking at it <laughs> it's a lot of text but it's very powerful so like he goes he can go potentially right up to 11 on mm -hmm. right off the bat yeah that's it like you can literally make like spells in your hand cost zero like mm -hmm. if you're, you know, yep. a very artifacty type deck, you can make them cast zero. You can cast a bunch of things, and then the next turn you can pop and blow everything but your artifacts and planeswalkers of your opponent and yourself, which is like pretty crazy. Um, I don't think it, I, I don't think it's as bad as you think it is, though. Yeah. Um, to like get this right, so like they actually lend perfectly together, right? So you can go like turn three Urza, turn four Mightstone. Hmm. And then you can activate him the next turn after that. And then you can activate it all together the next turn. So yeah. it's not really slow, uh, which I do like about it too, right? So it can like come in, draw you two cards or kill a creature. And then the next turn you're melding them together. Um, huh. So yeah, That's because he, yeah, because he makes the weak stone cost four. So you can go turn mm -hmm. three, four, and then the plus two, um, you know. Yeah, well, that's interesting. I didn't uh, catch on the first read through that might stone and weak stone like you can still use it to activate abilities yeah. so it can actually cut the cost from seven down to five exactly. and that's your turn five that's pretty strong actually yeah and exactly. urza being a two for it that's just such a big booty it's so hard to kill yeah i think that's important yeah i think it's also important again uh in terms of pioneer it doesn't die to fatal push unless it's revolted mm -hmm. um it doesn't, doesn't die to die a lot to cast of down yeah, it doesn't die to a lot of that removal um, from red, which is like fiery mm. impulse or um, you know lightning strikes, fire prophecies, those types of things. Does die to roast? That's good. <laughs> I mean, yes, it does. Which I guess is seeing more play now because of Shouldered. Um, yeah, but uh, it, it. I don't know. I think it's not as bad as it seems. Obviously, it's mm. like a two card combo that's slow in a sense that like it doesn't just do it when you have both. You need to also tap seven mana. Um, so like mm -hmm. I understand it's not broken, it can't be because of how powerful yeah. the other side of Urza is. But I do think that it's actually like better when you think of it in terms of you can go three, four, five into it, and mm -hmm. like if that isn't interrupted, you have Urza. Um, and I mean, obviously, you could maybe do those things faster depending on what your deck also does. Um, yeah. Uh, interesting point for uh, you know just the, just the. The deck in general, or, or you know, what he bring makes possible for Pioneer Explorer, and um, Mox Amber plays very well with both of these cards. Oh yeah, to help yeah. kind of ramp yeah. speed that up. Oh, there's some, uh, there's definitely potential there. Uh, there's also the card from Throne of Eldraine. Um, what's it? 
it has to do it has like a merfolk on it with a sword i always forget the name of it lucha or emery yeah emery yeah the lock there's some shenanigans to be had there with mox amber that's cool yeah for sure it plays in like a nice artifacty type style deck which Mm -hmm. they have existed um they tend to be more aggro um than like controlling or mid-rangey up until this point but yeah um, there is a lot of pieces that could do something really, really cool with this. I mean, remember, we also have Karn, mm-hmm. um, the great Karn. creator, uh, <laughs> which can yep. actually go get a power stone. Like you could put one, mm-hmm. uh, or white and weak stone. You could put one in your sideboard, go get it to help like combo with Urza and things like that. So I do think that it has like some really, really good potential. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that finally the payoff is like worth it. I think that was the problem with Bruna and Gisela. Mm-hmm. Is that like, yeah. even though you melded it, which was like super hard, um, yeah. even though you melded it, it wasn't necessarily game winning. Um, mm-hmm. Where like, I do think Urza does enough like that he can potentially like win games and change the tide of a game. Um, oh, yeah. So I do like it a little bit better than previous meld cards we've had. And I mean, meld is cool. Yeah. Honestly, I think that Might Stone and Weak Stone might be good enough just as a Karn target. Because, I mean, it kills a thing or draws cards or just activates ability or just adds mana. Hmm. Like, that seems good. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't seem bad. Um, no, I mean, it's it's like a it's like a it's like, like an alternative to Sky Sovereign. I was right? just going to yeah. say this might it could argue you could argue that it could take Sky Sovereign's spot in the no, board. No, never, never. Sky Sovereign's <laughs> too good. Sky oh, I mean, but in a different it's type of build, like with like no, you know, no, no, in a no. non- it's too good. It's too good. I what if we played that blue white led the blue white uh, devotion list where it's similar to it but not? Ooh, I like that. That's actually, I actually think that's like the best place for this right now. Um, yeah, is is in there this this Urza combo? That's really actually that's really cool. Oh um carnage write that down we're gonna steal it take all the credit for it go for it <laughs> actually don't release this podcast please yeah okay uh, <laughs> i honestly don't care go for it um also <laughs> spoiled is mishra's foundry which is Ooh, uh, that one's exciting play on mishra's factory which i didn't catch the first time around i just thought it was a straight reprint uh carnage pointed that out to me before the podcast very interesting though uh nevertheless it is a uh, colorless land, very reminiscent of that of Mishra's factory. Uh, taps to add one colorless. Uh, tap two colorless uh, two for Mishra's foundry to become a 2-2 assembly worker artifact creature until on a turn and it's still on land. And then tap one, tap it. Uh, target attacking assembly worker creature gets plus two, plus two until end of turn. Dang so, Has some abilities. I yeah. wish they would have put the attacking creature clause. Yeah. I want to block so, as a 4-4. I know. So that's it, right? So, like, it isn't Mishra's Factory, and it's very obvious that it's not Mishra's Factory, right? Like, it's very <laughs> close, but it's missing so much of the key things that made Mishra's Factory so good, which is the surprise block, tap it, make it a 3-3, and people go like, oh, no, I thought it was a 2-2. Sadly, you need to tap, like, an additional mana and the Factory to actually give it like uh, plus two plus two so it can't even like give it to itself um it just really really sucks it is still very 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 good but it is significantly worse than factory i think this is a standard playable card for sure for sure guaranteed 100 100 i mean currently we actually have a lot of decks that are looking for something like this um in the format well, what I'll it, say is fun is right now in Standard, and we talked about this on the Playing Arena podcast, um, essentially there's no reason not to play three colors because playing three colors with the Triumphs is basically free if you were going to play you know, any other two colors. It's it's free to get that third color to have more options in your sideboard, etc., etc. But a card like this and you know a heavy artifact-based uh, set uh, mm. that we're about to get um, might now create the argument to go that different path to play that demir color and your third color is you know colorless where you get the get to play some payoff cards like mistress foundry um you know some type of like ghost ghost quarter type effect um that that you kind mean, of you mean field of ruin 
I don't know if Field of Ruin is standard right now. It is. It's, yes, it is printed in Midnight Hunt. Yeah. Come on. I remember because that's my favorite art. Nice. It is. Nice. The, do, do you like the night one, like the dark one? It's so nice. That's oh, yeah. I like the one, one with the, the broken, uh, uh, what's it called? Uh, symbol of Avacyn's Church. I yeah. I forget the name so of it. It's so nice. And then they printed it in like the, I, what, what was that called? It was like the, the, it was night bordered, I think. Yeah, it was it, the, 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 the the whole like special reprint yeah, set. Yeah, blacked they out had, there. Like, Everything yeah, was like, blacked out. That was yeah. that, that one's super nice. It's the one I actually use on MTGO. Um, nice. But yeah, I, I agree with you. I think that like right now there isn't really a reason not to be playing three colors except you like good mana. And mm. there are, you know, the mono black mid-range decks floating around, the Rakdos uh, mid-range decks floating around. And mm. now like this is actually a very, very strong payoff for mm. them to have is to be able to have this like creature that after everything's kind of the dust has settled and you both ran out of resources to have something that actively like attacks and can actually attack better the more of them you have. Um, four damage is like nothing to you know laugh at. That's mm-hmm. a lot of damage coming in. So I, I do really think it's a good card. I think it's definitely going to be standard playable. Um, honestly, I'm trying to think of a standard man land that was not playable. I don't, I don't think, think there's right? Like, oh, they, I was Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, no, go for it. Yeah, yeah. I was just gonna say, I don't think there's a standard manland legal now, but then I realized you were saying something else. Yeah, no, exactly. Like I, the point I was trying to make was like, I don't think we've ever had a manland that like we, you didn't play if you could play it in your deck. Mm. You know, like they're always just really good in standard because standard's power level is that much lower. That like having a manland that actually acts as like you know, say an extra spell or something like that is just better. So I don't see this not seeing any play whatsoever. And I mean, like um, uh, Tyler spoke, like this is also an artifact set that's coming out. And mm-hmm. so like there could be even more incentive to play um, Foundry than we even think at this point. Yeah, yeah that makes sense. I was also going to uh, say one more thing about uh, the Foundry. Um, I think it could be really good in Explorer because they don't have Mutavault or Mutavault there. So mm. this could be a really good replacement. Of sorts. Oh, for sure. Uh, I mean, even like, like, like any Anvil deck would probably want to play this, right? I think yeah. so. Like, you know, in worst case scenario, when like your Anvil has nothing to sack but itself, like you can at least sack this and get the yeah. Anvil train like rolling. What's uh, unfortunate about this, like, and I, I mean, I'm sure there's a reason that probably came up in playtesting, like, but it only becomes an artifact when it becomes a creature. And it would yeah. have been nice if it was an artifact land, just always. Oh, why, why, why do you always have to like go like way too far into making it look that much better? <laughs> Thank That's you, Bridget. Crazy. <laughs> right, like, like again, like you, we cannot have artifact lands. Like artifact yeah, see, lands are too good. Liliana the Veil is in standard. <laughs> okay, I guess you know what. You guys, you guys want your artifact Mishra's Foundry, and I'll just play my Karn, and you can never tap it and never do anything with it. Exactly. So, oh, yeah. See, exactly. that actually is an argument to make the card worse. See, and then we ban Karn, and then we print Collector Oof. <laughs> and then you could play one of these in your Karn wishboard and go get it whenever you need it. Oh, my God. See, this is it. This is exactly why. I I don't want to talk about it anymore. Let's move okay. on. Find me another card, guys. Talk about it. Uh, the Queen Kala Bin Krug. I cannot pronounce. Of course, that Bridger means. brings up the only spoil I didn't decide to read. So tell me all about it, Bridger. What is this card? <laughs> it's one red and a white for a two three Boros commander. I mean legendary creature. Commander. I mean four <laughs> mana tap, discard all the cards in your hand, then draw that many cards. You may choose an artifact or creature card with mana value one, you discard this way. Then do the same for artifact. Or creature cards with mana values two and three. Return those cards to the battlefield. Activate only as a sorcery. Holy it's actually pretty good. Holy crap! Yeah, it's like <laughs> Wheel of Fortune with like a bunch of reanimator things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's like it's a build around card, right? Like yeah. this wow. is a card. I mean, this is a card that can do something like, and probably mm-hmm. will at some point in time. I can't tell you that deck's gonna be like A tier or B tier, but there will mm-hmm. be a deck that is built strictly around what this thing is doing. And it's going to do it very, very well. Uh, you yeah. can get essentially three cards for free onto the mm-hmm. battlefield um, just by activating four mana. Uh, I'm racking my brain over what are like the greatest things to be getting back with this. 
Um, so artifact or creature, mana value one, soul ring. Number two, arcane signet. Number three, uh, that commander one that you can sack to draw a card. Uh, I mean, are, 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 are we talking about commander here, Bridger? Come on. <laughs> I'm just, it was just a joke. <laughs> but no, I mean, there's got to be stuff, right, in like Pioneer and Explorer that like we can get. I mean, I know like in general, it, mm-hmm. it, it happens to be a human. Um, yeah. yeah. So like, I guess you could get back, you know, uh, Thraben Inspector, Thalia's mm-hmm. Lieutenant, and Extraction Specialist, all mm-hmm. for four mana and yep. draw four cards. Um, yeah. I mean, that's just something that, like, it can do. I don't know if that's good. Uh, like, I don't know if playing this three drop two three that doesn't do anything the turn it comes in is worth uh, being in that, like, human deck. But it seems powerful. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I said, there's going to be some sort of weird combo, I'm sure, that will come up with it. I'm not smart enough to think of it. Ooh. Maybe one of you guys is. but I just uh, thought something you can get back with it. It says you can do artifacts. So you can get, uh, what's that called? Uh, the 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 Pyre of Heroes with it back. Yep. You get a two drop. Hmm. Yeah. yeah. So oh, you get I mean, Raven Spectre, Pyre of Heroes, and then you get back uh, the, the, what's it called? The Actually, it's Pyre of Heroes Instant Speed. I can't remember. Because there's the line. So you go, you get Thraven Spectre, Pyre of Heroes, and then uh, the one that returns a thing. You Pyre of Heroes away the in response to the, the trigger of the uh, the three drop. That, yeah, then you sacrifice the one drop, get the two drop that buffs everything. Then you bring back your Thraven Inspector at the Extraction Specialist somehow. If it's instant speed, I don't know if that line works though. <laughs> Actually, I don't know if it is. Let me look it up quickly here. I don't think it's instant speed. Um, I- uh, actually, I don't know. Let's see. Hold on. Let me pull this up here. Uh, Activate no, anytime only you can. Only as a sorcery. Dang it. Sorry. I wish it was during your turn, because that'd be really cool. <laughs> I also feel like with this card, Queen Kyla Bin Krug, that this ability does not need to be at sorcery speed. Yes, it does. Yeah. Am I crazy? You're crazy. I mean... If it I just feels like so. they just added that just because they are, were obligated. They're like, somebody's going to break it eventually, but I can't think of any ways to like really break it. I mean, I can't, and that doesn't mean anything. I know like I'm not the yeah. greatest deck builder in the world. And like, yeah, I mean, think about the play patterns that it would create if it was like not a sorcery, right? It's like at mm-hmm. the end of your opponent's turn, you tap four, uh, discard all the cards in your hand. You mm-hmm. draw, you know, whatever, two, three, four, whatever you've got left in your hand. You bring back mm-hmm. a bunch of things, and then you just go and do it right away again. Like, yeah. that's... That sounds sweet. That's not <laughs> a fun play pattern. I think it's... It's like, like better okay. Coco. Yeah, see? Yeah, exactly. It's like double Coco well, for, like, certain decks, right? You can do that, and then you drop, like, you know, the unbanned Winota, so you can, like, run it into a Winota. <laughs> It'd be very fun. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I mean, they're actually, actually, oh, it's creature artifact. I was gonna say you could actually use Kiora, the three drop one, untap mm-hmm. it, and then like go again. Um, but yeah, <laughs> um, no, it's only creature or uh, artifact. But I'm sure there's a creature that Fold I'm again. thinking of that can like let them untap the queen and then like rego again. Oh, oh there's that sure artifact there creature. It's it's a one it's oh, a one four yes. or something and it untaps uh, what's it a creature called, like, a monitor or something. Something yeah, monitor. Monitor. and there's monitor. also a three drop that untaps a creature. It's uh it's was printed in Theros. It's a green, it's two and a green for a three three that just ETB untap a creature. Doesn't bounding crassus also do that? Yeah. Or does yeah. it only tap them? Uh, and then there's no I think it untaps or untaps. Tap or untap. Yeah, I don't know if there's a one drop that does it though. Yeah, so there you go. Bounding Crassus, buy him now. Oh god, <laughs> four color untapped shenanigans. Oh, well, and you need eight mana, but hey. Oh yeah. Well, obviously you got to do something like with uh that what's 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 that uh lab assistant or whatever that just makes activate abilities cheaper. Oh. So we just get it down to zero. And actually, you can play it with Mightstone and Weakstone. Exactly, and all of a Here sudden, oh it's like you know, and then we're playing. Oh. We then we can play uh, the Teferi that untaps a creature and an artifact. Oh Teferi my god, we <laughs> may have just broke Queen <laughs> Kyla. I don't think so. Um, but uh, anybody out there who's like somewhat on the train of thought that we're on here, break it for us and like give us some credit for it. We we just uh, can't let Tyrant hear this episode, or else 
we're just he's gonna be on the weirdest deck that's like bad but he set swears oh it's my great. god honestly actually it fits in his jodai deck that's actually true <laughs> yeah it fits in that joda deck that he has because it's a legend and it's like a human oh my um, god grinning ingus also works very well with this oh Does yeah it? yeah yeah, because you, you can bounce, because you can discard it, it back and bounce back. it. You get the mana back. Yeah, Thing, things they are going to get weird, everyone. I don't think so. Look, enough about the queen. We didn't even talk about the best cards that were spoiled today. <sighs> we, exactly. We, we knew they were coming, but it's nice to see them. Uh, we have the other four pain lands, finally. Oh, did they spoil those? Complete. Yeah, the other four oh, pain lands. I never they didn't saw that. actually spoil them, but like we know they're coming in yeah. Brothers War. So like now we can officially start talking about them coming in. Mm. Um, the other four pain lands are here. They didn't spoil them. No, we don't have new arts or anything. It was confirmed though in the uh, stream that they did. They That's didn't good. like show the cards, but they said that they like are coming. The other four pain lands is word for word what they said. Yeah. Nice. So like we know they're coming. That's what's really important. Uh, we finally have battles, battlefield forge, brushland, land of, mm-hmm. land of war waste, and underground river. And now it's finally complete. We've got better mana in explorer and pioneer. Uh, these things allow um, some of the more like broken things to happen uh, mm-hmm. aggro wise. Uh, we already had Lanamore Wastes, if I'm remembering correctly, and Battlefield mm-hmm. Forge, technically, yeah. in Pioneer yeah. and From or- Mythic Origins. Yeah. Or Magic Origins. But we don't didn't have Brushland and Underground River. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think Brushland's more important. Oh yeah. I, I think Voice so. of Resurgence think... is happy now. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's it. I think I think those aggro-y green-white decks are probably really happy to have this land. Um, I'm, Yeah, I, I think that's the case. But, I mean, Underground River might be very, very good, too. A big mm-hmm. question regarding pain lines. I mean, and I guess we would have maybe already felt some of the effects of that. But, especially now, does this make the Aldrazi more, like, better playable? The ones that require waste, like Thought Not Sphere... Uh, reality smasher those kind of cards I, I think it could I think the real issue is that uh, it's just there's no way to cheat them out fast yeah we don't have like uh, uh, like the Eldrazi temple there um, mm-hmm. eye of <laughs> what is it called eye of Ugin. Ugin. yeah yeah I think eye of Ugin might be a little bit too much or uh, I think that's I the mean, one that cheats the I mean, I, I think I it's Ugin, fine I have Ugin. <laughs> <laughs> I have Ugin is too good for modern, so it's obviously too good for standard Pioneer Explorer. Oh, uh, no. Hold on a second. Modern doesn't have delve cards. You know, so I think you print Eye of Ugin. Oh, Nothing goes wrong. We have an Eldrazi Winter, <laughs> and we adjust afterwards. No, we got printed I... in the summer, though, so it's totally different from modern. Yeah, there you go. That's I... right. I, I honestly don't know... No, it's got to be broken, right? Like, it's got to be? It's got to be. It's got to yeah. be. Those cards are so good. Thought Not Seer, Reality Smasher, like, as, like, two drops and, fuck, and sorry, three drops. Like, it's so good. You swear, I don't care. <gasps> <laughs> I mean, but they're not really, right? Like, because Eye of Ugin doesn't tap for mana. Mm-hmm. So, like, you still can't play Thought Not Seer until turn three, which, I mean, mm-hmm. you could just play an elf. But yeah, can, yeah, right. Like yeah. the reason the reason they were really really good in modern was because you also had Eldrazi Temple, right? So you oh, I'm like, saying bring that back too. Like bring the, oh, the whole mana base. You want both of them? Yeah. You want? Oh, okay. 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 All yeah. right. Fine. I mean, yeah, I think you're crazy then. What? Um, okay. I thought, were, I, I thought you were specifically saying like Eye of Ugin, and I was like, ah, it's probably still too good, but like, <laughs> okay, like, but sidestep that question. Fine. Would that deck still be good in modern today? Yes. Yes. I think they yes. did the I think whenever they do the un the unbanned modern thing, it's always like Eldrazi is always the best one. Okay. Interesting. Oh, I mean again, look, you have to remember, right? Like turn two thought not fear. Like, I don't know how you compete with that. Like turn mm-hmm. two thought not seer into turn t- into turn three reality smasher. That's pretty good. True. Yeah. <laughs> It's true. You know, like <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I know, like modern has kind of been crazy, and like you know, uh, there are obviously other amazing things that are banned that could probably be better than that. But like, if 
you don't unban everything, like I think that's probably what people play. Well, and the problem is, right? I mean, that deck wouldn't be that deck anymore because that deck would also probably play Ragavan. <laughs> no, you can't. You can't. That, that's the problem, right? Is like you can't play anything colored because I don't know. Like, it was. I don't think it was all in on colorless. Like completely seventy five. Right? You had you had like the colorless, like fully fully colorless deck, and then you had the. Uh, I think it was Azorius, right? Yeah, it was like Azorius or just blue. I can't remember exactly, mm. uh, but it had like Drowner of Hope. But yeah, yeah. like you can't like because you can't like you don't want to play turn one land that produces color. So, like, mm, right why not? But not you, you could you could play Battlefield Forge. Yeah, but like <laughs> then you're not speeding yourself up. You're not playing turn two Thought Nuts here. That's you're not playing, You're not playing turn four Reality Smasher. I don't know. All I'm gonna say is, if you can somehow manage to curve a, uh, a thought not seer into a reality smasher into an omnath, you might be winning that's, that game. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, now, 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 now we're getting out there. <laughs> all you need to do is play uh, Yavmaya Coast and that one thing that changes your. Uh, it's the it's the green one that taps and. Uh, it draws your card and it makes it so your land taps for any color. Zyavugan doesn't tap for mana. <laughs> no, does not tap for mana. Just sits exactly. there and does really good things. <laughs> Jesse, I might need to borrow some of these Eldrazi for the RCQ this weekend. I have things going on in my head. Forget Rakdos midrange. I'm sorry. I'm not getting invited. I'm not getting an invite. <laughs> Honestly, I don't. I don't think I own anything. <laughs> no, I don't think we do. No. Um, I don't think that I own any of the Eldrazi's, but uh, no, you're definitely playing Rakdos midrange, and you're going to qualify. So, That's you good. know what other card seems <laughs> like it could go in that deck is Surge Engine. Yes, there we go, Surge Engine. Now that's a good spoiled card, I think. Surge that's Engine is a new card from Brothers War that is two mana. It is an artifact creature construct. Uh, it is a 3-2 Defender, oh. <laughs> but it has tap 1 blue, and Surge Engine loses Defender and gains this creature can't be blocked. Uh, tap 2 colorless and blue. If it's already blue, it has base power 5-4, and, uh, and you can only activate that if Surge Engine doesn't have Defender. And then it has tap four colorless and two blue draw three cards activate only if surge engine is blue and only once so it's kind of like a uh, like the, the level sleeper. up cards uh, which we most recently have in evolved sleeper what do you yeah. guys think i, wish I it was... think the card oh. is good yeah i was gonna say i just wish it was fully colorless because like That'd be kind of cool, just have one that could go in any deck, but the fact that you have to play blue... Ah. Yeah. Again, again... It's really good. It fits with Urza. It does fit with Urza. It fits yeah. with Urza. It plays in, like, you know, a white, blue artifact deck. Um, mm -hmm. It's a mana sync. Mana syncs are always good. Um, and I like that it has the capability of keeping you alive. Yeah. So, just on the basis of it, it is a two mana three two that blocks. Yeah. It trades that, up, right? And that might be good enough in like some of these like Urza decks that people are trying to play that are gonna be a little bit slower and trying to put together a combo, and this thing is gonna slow down some of those aggressive decks. And then if it survives or you draw it later, it can also do some things. Um mm -hmm. I think it's good. Do I think it's great? No. Um, but mm -hmm. I think it's good. Um yeah. I don't like that it's a mythic. Yeah, I was no. gonna say that it's a weird mythic. Like, <laughs> uh, I definitely don't like the mythic part of it. It's not really. I mean, unless like it's better than we think it is, it's not going to be a fun one to open. Um, but uh, you know. is it a good pick in draft? That's the real question. Like, oh, it it's got to be like so. super good in draft. Yeah, it's got to be like super good in draft and limited. Like any of those, anything that allows you a mana sink in a limited mm -hmm. set is just really, really good. Just and then anything that draws perfect. cards is yeah. also very good. Yeah. I mean, draw, th draw three cards for six is, like, not bad, like, at yeah, all. it's Treasure anyway. Cruise. Uh, <laughs> why, why do you always have to make, like, the craziest comparison? That's my thing. 
That's what I do. <laughs> it's treasure cruise. Like, you know, it's not treasure cruise at all. It for those of you listening, if you know like servo token for like doing budget decks, I'm the guy that just says anything that pops into my head, even if it's random silliness. <laughs> <laughs> we all have our thing. Yeah. Um, I mean, just just being mad at your silliness. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> I yeah, because like I said at the top of the podcast, uh, we actually hang out often and see each other a lot, and I have to deal with it more often than all of you people who think it's fun <laughs> and quirky. I I've dealt with it for the last seventeen years, um, <laughs> so it's not fun and quirky for me anymore. Uh, but there was one other card spoiled. Uh, oh, I'm excited officer. for that one. Um, I actually think it might be good. Um, it's definitely a good uncommon. Uh, it's yeah. one white for a two one, uh, creature human soldier. So again, human super important. Um, tap three in a white. Look at the top four cards of your library. You may reveal a creature card with converted uh, with mana cost three or less, and put it into your hand, and then you put the rest on the bottom in a random order. Um, so it's kind of like a old school uh what was that card called dust squatch recruiter i think yeah. it was okay yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it has like kind of a, a mana sink built into it um i think this one's maybe a little bit better because it's oh, a one mana two nice. one okay it's a dust one squatch recruiter was a werewolf that flipped into a three three that reduced the cost of all your creatures yeah but like i think <laughs> being a mono no but being a mono white like with the fact that mono white humans is a deck and this fits perfectly into that one drop it doesn't hurt you like on rate it still is a two one so it still attacks mm-hmm. well and then it has something at the like late stages of the game where if you are flooding you can actually start drawing essentially your deck because they don't have anything that's mm-hmm. like converted mana cost more than three so i mean chances are in four cards you're gonna hit at least one and it starts actually drawing cards for four mana so it's kind of reminiscent of um the spirit uh Okay. They play the one drop one that draws for four mana. Mm. Um, I forget what it's called. Uh, now it's eluding. Oh, me. from uh, from Kaldheim. The uh, it's like a Viking. Yeah, it's like a like a pirate. I think it's actually from Ixalan. It's like a pirate. Oh, okay. I have no um, idea what you're talking about. Really? Uh, you know what I'm talking about, right, Bridger? Uh, it's a I I kind of was like thinking about it and I blanked on what you said originally. <laughs> Sorry. It, it, this card reminds me like it's mono whites. Uh, like spirit, like the blue spirit that like draws oh, cards. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what's it? Um, I thought you were talking about blue human. I was like, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I no, thought no. we were talking about a white card. But um, yeah, what's his name? Uh, the one drop. He has flash. He comes in as a one-one flyer, and then draws yeah, that was from M twenty. Was it? Are you sure it's not Ixalan? Spectral spirit. Yeah. That's yeah. It. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was M twenty. No, that's weird. Why was he not from Ixalan? He's a pirate. He looks like he's from Echelon. I'm pretty oh, yeah. sure, like, I'm pretty play. sure it is a pirate. Like, yeah, it's a pirate, a spirit pirate. Flash flying one one for one blue, uh, and then three and a blue draw card. Yeah, it's a it's a spirit pirate. But uh, the I think the reason why they did that is because they had a flash sub theme, and it was the huh. creature for that. All right, because that's the set that had that that wolf that whenever you don't cast any spells during your turn, you create the two two. Oh yes, um, Night Pack Ambusher. Love that. Yeah, mm, that's a good card. Now I know you guys think that that's all the spoils, but oh, there's also full art lands that each feature a giant robot. I'm down for those. <laughs> I'm pretty I, down for them. I don't like them. I I know, get out of here. You don't you're, like you're anything. Not, I'm just kidding. <laughs> They're pretty sweet, honestly. Like I, I hear what you're saying, Jesse. I know they're like, you know, not absolute insanity. They're not like, you know, something that I think like yeah, I, I think it's hard to compete. Like the the full art lands that are very different end up usually being the full art lands that everyone loves, like Kamigawa lands, unglued lands. Um, and these are kind of like different art versions of the original Zendikar lands, which in their time were a big hit. And now we're kind of getting a lot of this kind of template style. But on face value, the art is pretty sweet, in my opinion. It just reminds me of Pacific Rim, which I love that movie. 
Yeah, or even like the uh, like the kaiju like Godzilla lands that were I think were a secret lair, and you can get them yeah. on on arena. Um, it seems like more of that, and I'm kind of into it. Ah, uh, I mean, there it, it depends on like your taste. Personally, <laughs> I don't think they're better than ones we've we've like recently had. I really like the new Capenna ones. I really like the Kamigawa mm. ones. Um, so for me, like I don't think that they're better than those ones. Um, but I do agree that like it, they do like you know Bridger said they are like Pacific Rim kind of looking. So like there are probably um, you know some people that like that style. That the uh, have you are you guys looking at the spoilers now the specific ones? I was the, looking at the spoilers. Yeah, the basic the basic mountain with the giant robot on it. That one I did love. That one. That one's awesome. <laughs> Uh, there's two so yeah one has like i think that's the the one that has a giant robot uh Mm. the other one's kind of like almost like a robotic dragon is that i just thought that was just a mountain i couldn't tell what that was um i think it's like a dragon like a robotic dragon maybe i could be wrong no i no i because i think i think it looks like for every color and i'm assuming it's one is like mishra's one is uh, mm-hmm. Urza's like it looks like a good robot and an evil robot. Am yeah. I reading too deep into this? No, I would agree. An evil robot? I guess it's got to be right. It's yeah, it kind of like seems that way. Yeah, it's got to be like one's Misra's and one's. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, also, so that... oh, sorry. sorry, no, no, no. You go for it. No. Mine's gibberish and a new. Subject. Oh, I was just gonna say. I, I was just gonna narrow them down. The planes with the like all the ones that are like kind of whip like. I think are the Misra ones, and all the ones that are like chubby are the. <laughs> the Urza. Yeah, the Urza guy. Yeah. yeah. Um. Well, this is the other thing. Like, I always thought Urza was the bad guy, but is he the good guy? Because Mishra is Grixis colors. Well, uh, both of them did eugenics, so I don't think there is a good guy. Ooh. Hey, in war, there are no winners, right? <laughs> yeah. Right. Thought you were gonna say something way worse. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not Brad. <laughs> You're like, hey, it's fantasy. It's okay, yeah. <laughs> or something like that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just for a second, I was worried. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not Brad Sifer. <laughs> Jesus. Shout out to Brad. Oh my god. Uh. I was not ready for that on that episode. <laughs> oh my god. Um but Yeah. I think that brings us to the end of the uh spoils. Was that Yeah, I think that's all the cards that we we got to. Um we were going also going to just uh maybe just do a quick little uh what we think uh is going to show up in the next set next set like our guesses are for either reprints or returning yeah. mechanics or something. Just a quick Round robin, maybe. Yeah, totally. Uh, um, I you want to start us off? Yeah, yeah I, I'll, I guess I'll start us off. I um, I don't know. I, I see it over here on the commander side of the cards, um, mm-hmm. and I think they probably would have spoiled it in the opening, like seven cards that they shared. So I, I feel like less and less that it might be coming, but I would like to see, and I think it would be really cool to see affinity for artifacts. Or mm-hmm. some form of that comeback. Um, you know, they recently brought back Frexian mana. Uh, you know, it's I'm I'm pretty sure that the big bad story wise is you know I'm sure there's going to be a Frexian in here, maybe Elspeth, uh, not Elspeth, uh, Elish Norn, and um, you know I think this is a really good place for the Frexians to kind of be a part of, and Affinity would be pretty sweet in my opinion. On another yeah. kind of Mirrodin-esque plane. Yeah. Uh, so I wonder how they would introduce that to the story because I think the 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 Eldra the not the Eldrazi the the Phyrexians, I don't think Elish Norn was around for the Brothers War, but I, there's maybe time she travel always was. Well, here's the thing: maybe she always was, and we just haven't known. You know, like, but seriously, like she's like a you know Praetor, ancient evil yeah. alien-esque. That's true. Maybe she was just maybe she influenced the war. Who knows? Turn two brothers against sick. each other. There's a story there, Bridger, and I want to hear it. No, that's true. 
that could be a good fan fiction or i mean it could be a real good story but if there's a <laughs> fan fiction about that but like at the end i want to see like the a, art you know of that yeah. fanfic so Th- there's like a three-way between urza mishra and elshnor at the end i mean i'll oh. read that <laughs> oh i already am in my head man <laughs> <laughs> Okay, um, uh, Cartage, do you have any uh, ideas for what could come back or what you think might? Okay, so I've kind of been holding on to this. Um, mm-hmm. I saw it on Twitter. Uh, somebody mentioned that when they went on, um, I think it was the Companion app, um, uh-huh. Urza's mine or tower was mm-hmm. listed as standard legal. <laughs> and so people have been hypothesizing that it's possible like they programmed it in because it's coming and they like forgot to either like not put it in yet or like they ticked it by accident because it's coming um it would be cool mm-hmm. <laughs> um Jeez. i don't know I, i'm not saying that they would give us them all like they could just give like one of them just for like reprint value or like you know people wanting to open the the the, mm-hmm. the set I mean, giving yeah. us all of them would be kind of insane, uh, but I think too good. Um, but like, just printing one would make it like, like it would have some sort of value that people would want to crack those packs just to get like a new version. Um, it is also like entirely possible that like that means nothing. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think that that's like something cool to like maybe keep in mind that it is a possibility that that happens. <laughs> what would we ramp out if we got all of them? in pioneer um i mean we would turbo out urza (laughs) i mean we wouldn't necessarily like ramp anything um crazy but like i guess you would just be able to play um karn the great creator and then like go get something and then like turn after you'd be able to play like ugin and then like go into like urza and stuff like that um as tyler was saying before we could also just be like a an Eldrazi deck where you're playing like Thought Not Seers and stuff, and then you go That's like bigger kind of thing. So I, I mean, don't know. I think you could like that deck. Like ah, uh, I mean, I think you just play it mono green devotion. You cut Nykthos, you drop devotion, you play Oath of Nyssa, and you can play like Nickel Bolas, like a bunch of like any like seven drop planeswalkers. Like yeah, deck could be gas, man. I mean, obviously, I I think it would be hundred percent gas. Yeah. <laughs> That could be good. I, the only problem I think is we don't have any like we have Sylvan Scrying, and is that that's like the only good way to tutor up lands. So we have uh, what's is, is it uh, Nylea's, uh I can't remember what it's called, but it searches up lands to your hand. Uh, it's a it's a sorcery. It's X and a green uh, green. Nylea's pilgrimage. Is that no, what it is? Nis- no, that's Nissa's pilgrimage that gets just forests. I think the only other good one right is. Um... Um, hour of promise, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, that's five. Like, like that's five, but it lets you go mm-hmm. get two, and you could actually mm-hmm. just like all of a sudden just like have it. You have grizzly salvage. Not that it tutors, but it lets you see yeah. quite a few. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it, it, that, that, that's tricky. I I just don't know how we would Blue get them fast. Because I think yeah, if there was a way to, it could be really good. Hmm. That's really interesting, uh, Jesse, and it makes me both very intrigued and very nervous. Yeah, I, I want to. Uh, it'd be kind of fun to see Tron. I mean, you know, th- the adage, fuck Tron. That's what you just have to say it. But, you know, <laughs> uh, Jesse cool. loves Tron. I love still Tron. plays it in modern to this day. <laughs> I still do play it in modern to this day. Um, oh, I'm so, so sorry for your loss. <laughs> Actually, uh, fun fact, isn't that how you qualified for your first qualification for the RC? It is how I qualified oh, nice. with yeah. Tron with and my Tron. second and my second one was with Lotus Field. Um so I do have an affinity for finding land, putting them on the battlefield and making a ton of <laughs> Yeah. Um, there you it go. Is something that I enjoy to do. Uh but Oh yeah, we have dig through time. That's like the best land tutor. Yeah. Yeah, that's for sure. I mean, what would it be? I guess like green, green, uh, blue ramp. <laughs> yeah, growth spirals. Hey, honestly, if they have if they print Tron in the format, they might need to unban Uro just to, you know, 
no, 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 just to compete and then realize, oh my god, this was a mistake. Oh my god, yeah. I, like I said, you always have to go too far. Maybe unban Winota. If that's the case, unban Winota. Oh. I think Winota becomes fair. Okay. All right. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, unban <laughs> Copter just because, you know, it plays really well with the Tron lands. <laughs> and huh. it'll be good with my boy Urza. <laughs> All right. Yeah, okay, yeah, you turn one or turn two copter, then you turn three Urza, crew the copter. <laughs> there you go. Oh Perfect curve. Maybe if they brought back bolster as well. Bolster as I know well. everyone misses bolster. I don't yeah. I don't think anyone misses bolster. Anyone in the world misses <laughs> bolster. What a bad freaking mechanic. mechanic that was. Yeah. <laughs> bolster was horrible. The only bolster card I liked is the the it's the the two drop the white white and it whenever a creature enters the battlefield bolster one or whatever. That one was kind of cool. I don't know that creature. It was a spirit. It was Anna Finza. She died, but I can't remember. Oh her name. right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think it was spoilers. Anna Finza Kintree spirit. Yeah, spoilers. She died. Oh yeah, she's she? a ghost. Yeah, she's a ghost. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I remember she was. Uh, she came back as like, oh no, that's Alicia, Alicia who smiles at death. Yeah, I, I was like, I don't know what you're talking. Anafenza, the original Anafenza was the Abzan, yeah, like legend, and then mm. which was also pretty good, like Abzan colors for a four four. Yeah, that one's great. And then yeah, Anafenza Kintry spirit was when she died and came back. Yeah. Crazy. Uh, I was just going to say, uh, my pick for a returning card, I think we're going to see a card that uh, whenever you an opponent forces you to discard it, put it onto the battlefield. Because we have, uh, if you haven't seen Standard for a little while, uh, it's mostly black decks. So, you know, with some, uh, with that Liliana, uh, might be good to have a way to punish them. <laughs> yeah. Big true. Like we could get Bayloth or probably uh, hopefully not another Null Hide Ferox. It's already legal in Pioneer. I don't want another <laughs> printing of that. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Uh, and I think that kind of takes us to the end. Uh, unless you guys wanted to say more. No, I'm uh, I, I'm I'm pretty good. But I'm I would like to continue saying that uh, Brothers oh, War yeah. so far seems very exciting. So yeah, I'm really excited for it. Looks really fun. So yeah, uh, do you guys have socials you would like to plug before we log off? Um, my socials aren't aren't that active as as much as I'd like them to yeah. be, but I would like to plug the Play Arena podcast where you can catch okay. uh, me and Carnage uh, biweekly with uh, Anthony Dolch uh, and Rose Emoji. Uh, from the Playing Explorer, well, actually the PlayX Network, because uh, we all feature basically across the website uh, with our friend Bridger. And, uh, yeah. you know, Bridger, we got to get you on that podcast too. I was going to say, when are you going to invite me on? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We got we to gotta return the favor. But yes, uh, you can find us there. Uh, otherwise, uh, you can find me on Arena at Gravehaven. Uh, and I look forward to uh, seeing you in the Arena soon. Sweet. Carnage? Um, yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, I'm uh, <laughs> I'm Carnage Cards ENT on MTGO, MTG Arena, and actually on Twitter. Uh, I also belong to the PlayX Network, uh, you know, chain of websites. Uh, working alongside these two uh, fantastic people, and um, yeah, uh, look forward to hopefully being back on here at some point uh, in the future. Yeah, love to have you back on. Have love, love, love to have both of you back on. This was really fun. Yeah, it was. Thank you for having us. Yeah, thank you for coming on. Uh, if anybody wants to find me, uh, you can find me at uh, on Twitter as Bridger also an elk, and then same for both uh, Pioneer podcast or Pioneer Discords. And uh, I don't remember what my Reddit one is, but uh, if you found the podcast on Reddit, just talk to the person that submitted it because that's probably me, unless it wasn't. <laughs> and don't talk to them; they're strangers. And your parents told you not to. <laughs> <laughs> anyway uh i'd also like to yeah say everybody go check out uh plain pioneer or plain x because there's pioneer modern standard and explorer which are really exciting 
And there's a lot of other fun, exciting projects coming out from them. And uh, I don't know, something else. Uh, go check out the affiliate link, which is for TCG Player. If you want to buy any of these cool cards or check out the uh, or pre-order boxes of this, uh, it's the Plain Pioneer affiliate link. And I think that's everything. <laughs> awesome. Sweet. Uh, thank you, gentlemen, for coming on. Thank you for having us. us. Take care, everyone. Yeah, bye, everybody. Bye.